Welcome to Victory in Christ Ministries. You are about to hear an anointed message from Pastor Tom Kukenreuter. Let's get in the Word. What do we got today for you? We got, you are oiled and ready, the anointing of mm -hmm. God. And um, why is this important? It says that Jesus went about doing good and healing all those who were oppressed of the devil. He went about healing all. And so whether you are in need of healing or whether you are a Christian out there and you just happened upon this broadcast and you uh, you want to know what can I do with my, my talents and my gifts that God has placed upon me, I want to enlighten you today through the scriptures. I want to show you that you are the anointed of God. You are Christians, Christ-like ones, and you um, have been uh, positioned for doing the work of the ministry, doing the work of Christ. And you just gotta be awakened to it. It's not just about doing your duty and going to church, but it's what are you doing with the gifts of God, this anointing that he put upon us uh, to, uh, to help people get out of their, uh, their issues. And believe me, that's what we have been fashioned for. And uh, uh, Jesus himself, he had, to, he had to make it clear to the people around him. He's, he, he had just been in the wilderness and uh, in Luke 4, and he comes out and he's now he's in the temple and he's reading from the scriptures and uh, he's reading from probably the book of Isaiah, I would say, Isaiah 61. But in uh, Luke 4.18, uh, let's, let's pick up there. Father God, I just thank you and praise you right now, Lord, that you would use me in a mighty way to bring your message to your people for this time in Jesus' name. In, in, in Luke 4.18, it says, and this is Jesus speaking, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovery of slight, sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And uh, he even goes on to say in verse 21, this day this scripture is fulfilled in your ears. And that's what really threw them. Reading the scriptures at that point, uh, they probably just thought, oh, he's just reading the, uh, the scriptures. But he goes on to say, this day the scripture is fulfilled in your ears. And Jesus we might think he was many things, but make no mistake, one thing we do know is that he was anointed to help people get out of the problems and the things they faced as far as, uh, you know, uh, talking about uh, healing the brokenhearted, to pre he preached deliverance to the captives, why? Because he didn't wanna leave them captive, not just to give them a great message, but so they could be free. He. Uh, spoke about recovery of sight to the blind, not so he could just talk about it, but so they could be free of being blind and, and set at liberty them that are bruised. And the acceptable year of the Lord is about uh, the debt, being free of debt, the year of Jubilee. And so all these great things the Lord was talking about, he wanted people to be free. These were yokes. These were burdens that people were bearing. What is it in your life right now? What are you dealing with concerning your own life, concerning uh, maybe you have some financial debt or maybe you have some relational problems. Maybe you've been hurt 
and, and you're sitting here as one of the bruised, one of the wounded. Well, Jesus, his anointing is made available to those people. The power of God, it says that Jesus went about doing good in Acts 10, 38 and, and healing all, not some, but all those who were uh, harmed by the devil, right? And um, the anointing was something that, you know, I, I looked this up in the uh, Webster's. I'm doing my uh, uh, prophetess Anne's uh, thing here with the uh, definitions, uh, getting a little deeper, as you will. And uh, it says to choose by or as if by divine election. This is in Merriam-Webster. It says to smear or rub with oil or um, an oily substance. And it even gives one example of rubbing that oil into a wound to keep it from being infected, okay? And so the anointing of God, if, if we use this as our, our definition, it, it says it's a substance. And when you look at the scriptures of what that substance was, it said the oil of God had been upon Aaron's head and it dripped down through his beard and through his cloth. And then you see a similar uh, comparison scripture in that Jesus, when he was walking through the, the streets, the woman with the issue of blood who had been going on for 12 years, uh, paid all her money to all her doctors and couldn't get free. But she heard of Jesus who was going about and doing good and healing all. And she heard this in the streets and she said, if I may but just touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. And so she probably clawed her way. It was, it was illegal for her to be on the streets in the condition she was in. But she clawed her way and she said, if I can just touch the hem, because why? It was an example of Aaron and how the anointing dripped all the way down to the very hem of his garment. She wanted that saturated anointing on Jesus' life because she needed to be free. And when, when, when the throngs of people were around Jesus, he, his disciples were like, what are you talking about? Who touched you? Everybody's touching you. They're all around you. But no, he said he felt virtue leave him. See, the anointing of God is available at all times. But it takes faith to turn the power switch on, to reach out and grab that anointing, to grab that yoke-destroying power of God, that burden-removing, that healing anointing, that then he, he, he says to her, woman, it is your faith that healed you. See, faith is the switch to the anointing. Faith is the thing that turns it on. We just heard the song, I believe, and that's the key, you have to believe. And so we see that the anointing is something, it's a substance, it's, it's, it's something to be, to, sought at, to be sought after, and it's on certain people. We, we, we've seen it um, on many people as we uh, go through the scriptures, we, we, we saw that uh, Jacob, and I'm gonna compare a little bit just uh, to show you that the anointing and the blessing were in, in some regards similar. We see that, you know, um, uh, Jacob and Esau, they, the, the, the firstborn would get the anointing. 
Well, Jacob lied to get it. That's how important it was. And you see Joseph, who was operating in the blessing, his brothers despised him. You know, he had the gift of, of, of interpreting dreams. He was very talented and his father favored him. He had an anointing upon him. And you see David, even as David, a young lad is brought before uh, uh, the prophet and he is anointed to be king. And um, we even go as far as, as coming to where we are right now and that's with Jesus. He says the spirit of God has anointed him. And I'm here to tell you, there's no other reason why we're called Christians, but that we are the anointed ones. Well, being classified Christians and having no power does us absolutely no good. But we have to believe if we're gonna do the service of the ministry, the works of the Lord, then we have to believe that we have been bestowed with the anointing of God. Our faith helps trigger it. Our boldness will come once we believe. We're not gonna be bold before we believe. You're gonna be bold once you believe that you got the goods and you do have the goods. You just have to be reminded of who you are. You, you, you have to remind them that when you are born again, when you allow Christ to come in, it's Christ in me, the hope of glory, that it is not I that live, but Christ in me. So now you're yielding to his spirit. You're, you're operating in the constraints of the gospel in the, in the fact that, you know, uh, we do it in Jesus' name. It's not our power. It's not our might, but it's God. It's his spirit. And so we are uh, releasing that anointing as we do the works of the ministry upon all those who are heavy laden and burdened. Turn with me to Matthew. And in Matthew 11, in the 30th verse, it, or we'll go up to 28, it says, Matthew eleven twenty-eight: Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. If you're feeling like, no, Lord, my yoke, the yoke I have on me, it's, it's, it's dragging me down. You know, they called uh, the work animal, the, the, the oxen that was pulling the heavy, doing all the heavy lifting. He had that big uh, a ring around his neck. They called, and you had... Maybe you had one or two, or I don't know how many they had in those days, but they called it a yoke of oxen. He had that big ring around him because he was pulling that thing. And, uh, but today that, that yoke that may be around your neck is not a good thing. You've been pulling too much. You've been, you've been fighting to, to get ahead. You've been working paycheck to paycheck. You've been, you know, uh, battling some things. Well, the Lord is here today because he, is an, he was anointed to, to remove those burdens off your life, to break those yokes, to free you. Who the Son has set free is free indeed. And uh, I just, I'm just uh, 
You know, I'm as a guy from Milwaukee, and I just believe him. Like the song said, I just believe God. You say, you know, yeah, I might feel inferior. I might feel like, hey, nothing's going on. Hey, I feel like I should be further. I feel, but you know what? You say, I am strong. <laughs> when I feel I'm weak, he, you say, I am an overcomer. You say that you've given me all power and authority over the devil and nothing by any means shall hurt me. You say, I can say unto a mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast in the sea. And I don't doubt in my heart, but I believe that those things which come will come to pass. I'll have whatsoever I say. You say that. And I'm going to believe you that you have what you say, Lord. And that's the anointing of God. The anointing of God is here to take people from their pain and from the things that are holding them back and set them free, those captives. I've had opportunity even this week. I, I always get inspired for these weekly messages through my work, through the things I'm doing out and about in school and the, the people I meet. And I, I see people and I can hear their voices. Their voices tell me exactly where they're at. What's coming out of their mouth is showing me exactly what they think about themselves, what, what things are constraining them. And the Lord gives me insight so I can share that with them, so I can help them be free. There are people that were contained and were in pain. And then the Lord will, will, will give you insight. And you, you can't just use the world system. You have to allow God to give you those words. And then you're bold in that moment. You're bold with a song. You're bold with an encouragement. You're bold with comfort. You're, you're bold with edifying them and lifting them up, showing them as even in the song it says, God, you say, well, you're the Jesus that's in their life at this moment. And say something to them. Say something that builds them up. It sheds the truth on the situation. You don't shy away from the truth. But once the truth is exposed, then you build them up and you tell them who they are. You remind them who they are when they believe. And, uh, you you know, this, this anointing, this uh, sought-after thing that we see from the scriptures, you know, Elisha, he served Elijah and he said, I want your double portion of your anointing. And Elijah, he gave it to him. And you see, you know, he's doing these great things. He's, you know, raising a child up uh, in the anointing and he's, he's helping someone get out of their, uh, their lap in, with the oil pots. And, and you see all these things that, and he walked in this double portion anointing. He served his uh, mentor and now he had the, he, that's what he wanted. What did he want it for? He didn't want it for himself. See, we see sometimes, sometimes in the church, you see some, some people that it's all about them. That's not, that's not the spirit of God. The anointing is, it's on somebody so that they can do good works for other people. It's not so they can have, you know, all the best cars. And, and I'm not saying that that's not something that they can't have. I'm just saying that's, that's not what it's about. 
It's about so we can help people become free, get free. And the way that we're going to do it is we have to recognize who we are in Christ. We, we have to be able to see what we're, uh, what's, what's available to us to do in the name of Jesus. He gives us a lot of things that we can do. He said greater works we would do. And so when we go to lay hands on the sick, we have to expect that they're going to recover. And if you're watching this broadcast right now and you're dealing with some sort of uh, a health issue, I want to tell you right now, just by listening and believing, the anointing is present, even though there's distance in the spirit right now. There's, or there is no distance in the spirit, I should say. There's distance in the natural that you're watching via uh, either Facebook or Periscope, and I'm here sitting, but I'm telling you, there is no distance in the spirit. The anointing of God can just, because what, it, what you need is you need to hear it. Faith comes by hearing. And then when you hear something, you believe. And now, even as Jesus said to the woman with the issue of blood, woman, it's your faith. He said to the centurion, it is, I have not seen this kind of faith in all of Israel. Your servant is whole. And, and over and over, it's, it's your faith connecting to the power source of God, the power of the anointing that's on believers, that's on those who are walking in the fivefold ministry gifts, that uh, is on those people who, who, who are willing to use it, who go out on the mission field and, and help deliver people from, from the calamities that they face. That's what it's got to be about, folks. We can't just be doing playing church. We have to see results. He said these signs would follow those that believe. The blind would see. You know, all these things, they all tie together. These signs will follow those that believe. Amen. Well, I'm going to leave you there. And I'm going to, uh, actually, I'm going to leave you with one last thing. In Luke, the seventh chapter, Even great men can uh, waver in their faith. And we see here in the scriptures that John the Baptist was, he was imprisoned and he's, 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 he's feeling it while he's in there. And um, Jesus must have heard of his discomfort. And in verse 22 of Luke 7, he said, uh, for his disciples to go and tell John, go your way and tell John what things you have seen and heard. Remember, Jesus went about doing good and healing all those oppressed of the enemy. And we see that the woman with the issue of blood heard of Jesus. His message was going through the streets. And Jesus says to his disciples, go your way and tell John what things you've seen and heard, how the blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and to the poor, the gospel is preached. He's telling them, this is what we're doing. This is what people are hearing. Now, John hasn't been hearing these things because he's been in prison. Go tell him these things. Help build his faith. Go tell him these things. 
because John must have gotten to a point where he was getting a little frustrated because he said, the very next verse, he says, and blessed is he who's, whosoever shall not be offended in me. Okay? You know, there were those who were following Jesus who, who thought, hey, we got we to gotta have an uprisal. And Jesus like, you don't know what spirit you're from, you know? I mean, the, you, you, you will live and die by the sword. I'm, I'm of a different spirit. And he does, he's saying, I don't know what John's thinking over there, but go tell him these things that I'm doing. And hold on. Well, we know what happened, and it didn't end well for John. And um, you, you just, you just got you to gotta believe, folks. I know there's two audiences out there today. There are those that need help, and there, there, there are those that can help. I want to take you from a place of your pain through the scriptures, through the anointing of Jesus Christ, get you free, remove those yokes, break those yokes and remove those burdens and get you to a point where you can help somebody else. That's what it's about, folks. I want to thank you for joining us on this broadcast. You are Christians. You are anointed ones. Thank you so much. Have a blessed day today. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today. We hope this message has blessed you. If you enjoyed what you received today, please take the time to visit our website, www.victoryinchristonline.org, for more teachings and inspiration. Also, don't forget to find us on all of our social media. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and watch more broadcasts on Periscope. We declare that you have the victory in Christ today.